and hello. Yeah. Welcome to episode six. Episode six of episode the Silver Lining Podcast. Six of the Silver Lining Podcast. Welcome to Podcastle on Thames. Correct. Or, or... <laughs> Pods All Rise. Yeah. No. Pods well, Whatever you like, really. Yeah, the quieter one after the louder one that was last month. Oh, did you enjoy last month's? I hope so. No reply. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoyed it very much. And Johnny's throat has fully recovered from his expert rendition, um, pitch perfect rendition, yeah, no, no, say. no damage. Yeah. <laughs> of uh, Sex is on Fire. Once I um, screamed so loudly that I broke my voice for two and a half days. What do you mean, broke it? Like I'd lost my voice properly, but it was because I'd had such a fight with my sister. Oh, uh, which one? Flo. Yeah, surprise me. <laughs> hi, Flo. Hi, hi Flo. Flo. And hi, Miriam. Yep. Matilda's other sister. Hello. Here's, uh, <laughs> here's the thing. It's March, which means that... There are lots of things going on. What month is it? It's Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. hey <laughs> I laughed when I said that. And Fire Prevention Month. And Fire Prevention Month. And um, National Reading Day in the US on March the 2nd. Save a Spider Day. Which is also David Beckham's birthday. Hooray. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yes. Okay. Well, how old are you going to be? 15? Oh no, that's right. Actually, it's May the 2nd, his birthday. Oh, and I know ooh. this, so sorry. Well, I know this because it's dash, my... Onion layers. Get yeah. the card back. Onion layers. It's his birthday's three days before my dad, that's what I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm I... sure that's why you know. It is why I know. <laughs> because when I was little, I had a little um, Manchester United diary. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I put my dad's birthday in it. And three day, it had all the birthdays of all the different players, and his was always on the same page. This is the dark secret at the heart of our house, that Tilly's the only one here who likes football. I used to support Manchester United in that I had, uh, was it Shoot magazine that they used to mm-hmm. have? Um, and it had a post of Manchester United in, so that's the only reason I supported them. Um, and then I supported Fulham, because I got a Fulham, <laughs> I got a Fulham shirt, <laughs> and child the next size, week, from I... a charity <laughs> shop. And the next week, I, well, it was Tottenham, because I got a Tottenham away Strip. I always liked it when we were growing up, shop. when people supported it, the, like the best teams. Mm. So everyone supported Blackburn Rovers and had Blackburn Rovers tops for one season. For one season, and then for the money, season. the money went. They crashed, and then was like, hmm. I, I used to like getting replica football shirts. Um, I can't remember why, because I never really enjoyed football. Um, but nowadays, I support Ipswich Town because a, it's the family team, and b, I have Ipswich Town thermal gloves. So, mm. well, fair point. Who do both. you support now? If I'm going to support anyone, I still have to support Manchester United because my dad had supported them ever since he was eight when he saw them play Plymouth Argyle, mm. um, which is our sort of local team from Cornwall, not that local. And they're in Devon, so I don't really know why you're allowed to like them anyway, but there we are. Um, and so then I supported Manchester United. And I used to be able to like quote all the first 11s from all the premiership. I was really good. I knew yeah. my stuff, so I was able to take down the boys in my class. I grew up next to QPR. The oh, floodlights right. would shine in my top window. Um, but they were awful. So yeah. I, uh, I remember going to see one game and two guys in the crowd uh, was against Oxford United and they were haranguing the ref and the players, the QPR players all the time, like really expletive ridden stuff. Final whistle blew, like nil all draw. They both stood up and clapped all the QPR players off. Little did I know they were QPR fans. Wow. That, that was that was the trick back then to, yeah. to just go and shout expletives for 90 minutes. Did you not have a really um, poor local team somewhere that you could go and see? Field. They were the <laughs> local local team. Team. Right. They had a nice yeah. stadium, a nice Loftus, Loftus Rose. Because I, I went to see Billericay Town FC, and that's wow. all I can remember about the game. Did you get a game? Uh, I, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> no, very much on the bench as ever. I remember just one quickly thing. Mm. I remember going to see uh, Johnny play um, in the Varsity Rugby League match one time. Yeah. And for some reason, 
um, I'd gone. And for some reason, I was in the Oxford bit of the stand, apparently. Yeah. Or like, there was a load of Oxford fans around us anyway. Me and my friend Lottie were totally different to everyone else. All the other girls who'd come to support the Blues team, like, woo, 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 having a real party. And me and Lottie yeah. were there. It was snowing. We were in hats and gloves and everyone else was practically in bikinis. And then there was this, there were these two big Oxford guys in the front of us. And um, they were all kind of winning. Cause it was a really, really close game. It was the one game you won like by one 17, point. 17-16. Yeah. It was 16-0 down and then came <laughs> and back came in the last back 20 minutes. Absolute yeah. style. And they were shouting and shouting. And at one point, one just went in this other really, really posh voice. Goodness me, is that Jonathan Lloyd? <laughs> <laughs> and wow. I had a moment of real pride and hilarity. When, when my dad came to watch the, the, the match the next year, um, Oxford uh, were getting trounced. And he, you know, you know what my dad's like. Mm. He was very quiet all the way through. Yeah. And then he turned to one of the Oxford fans <laughs> and said, Cambridge are rather good this year, aren't they? And it was 44 nil. It just, you know, the Oxford guys laying into it. Just a quick mm. add, um, the 30th anniversary rugby league varsity match, March the 4th, yeah. Thursday. I'm taking the Friday off work, yeah. so yeah, that tells you what you need to know, really. Uh, well, Let's yeah. play some music. Yeah, talking of people behaving inappropriately in bad weather, here's Singing in the Rain by a whole shebang.
hold a candle to All the same old dreams you might have had before Something new to hold a candle to All the same old dreams under the same stars whole shebang you can find them at www.myspace.com as ever forward slash whole shebang shebang with s-c-h in the german style <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah. Uh, they're great so check yeah them out. they're they're japesters punsters yes. punsters and witsters funsters yeah you will remember in last month's podcast february's rock cast i asked the very important question of johnny and matilda what Johnny and Matilda, would be, hypothetically, your dream mastermind categories. And they answered as follows. Matilda's were. Oh, am I saying? Okay, well. mine were, yes. Um, mine were the, ooh, um, <laughs> the art of pastry making. Um, in second place, mine. And in third place, the West Wing, not necessarily in that order. Johnny's were. There was some confusion over this. There was some post-podcast change changing around. Even so. I eventually went for the films of Takeshi Kitano, mm-hmm. Alan Partridge, yep. and uh, Band of Brothers, The uh, Life and Times of Easy Company. Correct. Um, Can I just point out here, those were aspirational choices. <laughs> they were things I'd like to know about. Sure. Not necessarily things I do. Yeah. Well, same, same. I know very little about anything apart from the recorded career of Bill Frizzell, the life of Nick Drake. I don't know much about Nick Drake. And thirdly, Doctor Who. I do know quite a lot about Doctor Who. That's all going to be put to the test right now and throughout the podcast. Mm. It's time for a question each. Matilda, ask a question of one of us. Okay. <clears throat> dim, dim, dim the music. It's and quite aggressive, isn't it? Very aggressive. And I didn't know it was so much. And long. And long and... One minute fifty. No wonder they're so nervous on it. Oh, 
it's kind of Holst-esque, isn't it? It's kind of Holst-esque. Yeah. We've, what, nice. we've had harangue, we've had Holst-esque, we've had other big words from you. Have you got word of the day toilet paper at the moment? I spend most of my time reading the Thessalus. <laughs> right, the Thessalus. Importantly. Matilda, ask a question. Okay, this is a question for yourself, Tim. Right. Um, on which subject? On which, the subject of Nick Drake. Continue. Which Nick Drake track was featured on the official soundtrack to the Royal Tenenbaums? Ah, I yeah, wish I knew. Do you think this will be a theme? Shall I make a guess? Yeah, go for it. Uh, is it one of these things first, or Northern Sky? It's neither of those. It's neither of those. What was it? It's Fly. That's a great song. Do you want another Drake one? I'll have any anything. I'll take anything. Okay, um, this is a bit sadder, actually, mm. but I thought it might be interesting. Yeah. On Drake's gravestone, yeah. what is the inscribed epitaph? Now we rise, we are everywhere. Perfect. Back of the net. Which is taken from which song? Uh, that is from uh, the, from the morning. Okay, it is, I promise. I've got a question for you. Don't look at my screen, Matilda. This is a, a West Wing question. Okay. Who, who played the U.S. Poet Laureate, Tabitha Fortis, with whom uh, Toby Ziegler had a sort of relationship? Oh, tits, I've in, forgotten. In the West Wing. She had hair like that. Yep. And she was sort of... Yep. Oh. I can't offer any clues no, for mastermind questions. Oh, I've forgotten do you want to, do you want? I'll give you till the end of the next song. Okay, thanks. Which is All You Need by Maria Byrne.
make you better when all you need is love Maria Byrne with All You Need can be found at www.myspace.com forward slash Maria Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E. In the old English style. <laughs> <laughs> and has a gig on the 11th of March at the Portobello Acoustic Sessions. I, I would genuinely like to go to that because she sounds great. Really? Only two songs on her MySpace site, so... Lots Mar of surprises at the gig. Maria, maybe... Yeah. Um... Oh, no, here we go, here we go. Uh, EP released 29th March 2010. I was going to say 2010. Wow. So EP just... release coming up. Yep, pretty so good. Maybe send us a copy in exchange for <laughs> pounds sterling <laughs> or whatever the arrangement is. But for all you hipsters out there, get in at the ground floor. Go see her on the 11th of March. Yeah. Get yeah, the yeah. EP. And then six months from now, you can uh, watch from Jules Holland. Yeah. Before we go back to mastermind questions and Matilda's answer. Oh, I forgot to think. I forgot to think because I was too busy listening think, to the music. Think, think during this. On a day in, in this last month, February, you watched some Back to the Future films. How many? One? One. Just one. Have you seen all three? Yes. Do you think Back to the Future 4 would work? Disregarding the fact that Michael J. Fox is not very well. Do you think there should be another one? Do you think there could be another one? I'd love there to be. Yeah? Yeah. What would have to be very clever. Very clever. Do you think... Do you think because the Second World War is quite a hot topic at the minute for filmmakers. Do you think they could visit the Second World War and make it humorous? Saving Private Ryan with more jokes. And yeah. the Brothers of the Laugh Track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. No? No, probably. I don't know. Uh, you'd have to... It, it could be awful. It could be awful. It could be awful because it's such a but, nice, complete thing. The, the guy who played Doc Emmett Brown... Um, He's looking for work, isn't he? He actually looks like Emmett Brown now, which he didn't. Mm. He wasn't very old when he made the first films. He had a fright wig on or something. Uh, but he actually looks like that now, so he could play the part easily. I mean, it's genuinely the part he was born and groomed to play. Yeah. But what's weird as well is that when they go 25 years into the future, mm. that's this year, because it's based in 1985. That's ah. 2010. So I'm a bit worried that if they were to engage in that whole remaking of thing, yeah. we might be... Yeah. Walking back into the realms of Cake Thagoras. Yeah, because we haven't any flying cars in this in, reality. Yeah. The Maybe reality in a parallel that. reality there are flying cars and jackets that drive themselves. Hang on, though. We did a whole thing <laughs> on parallel reality last weekend, didn't we? We watched oh. um, an extraordinary programme, uh, Horizon, <laughs> the well-known science drive on BBC Two. Um, an extraordinary documentary about infinity. With linking narration by Stephen Burkhoff. And sometimes there were shadow puppets in the background of Aristotle getting angry because the world wouldn't do what he wanted. If you it to want to make a confusing topic any more confusing, get Stephen Burkhoff to narrate it <laughs> and do linking narration. Was he in full flow or was he restrained? Wow, he was in full flow. And he looks more and more like Gollum. Yeah. Um, and one of the totally mad bits on it was when they were trying to do a calculation as to how long it might take for monkeys to type the complete works of Shakespeare. 
and he was this this mathematician was telling us how how, how in impossible monkey seconds how in monkey seconds how long in monkey seconds it would take uh, and he gave an example it, it, it would take to type simply <laughs> to be or not to but and he stopped there he stopped <laughs> one character short of to be or not to be why <laughs> 17 <laughs> characters that was the maximum but, yeah. oh, but have you seen do you remember the uh, maybe it's because I've been watching a lot of The Simpsons recently yeah. uh, Mr Burns um, yeah. in one episode uh, shows Homer uh, and I've got the quote here I'm going to read it out shows Homer um, his, uh, his, his thousand monkeys working at a thousand typewriters <laughs> soon they'll have written the greatest novel known to man let's see and he picks it up it was the best of times it was the blurst of times you stupid monkey <laughs> So good. Just throw away and then cut and then taste. So perfect. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So Matilda, who who was that actress? It's gonna stab me in the heart when I realised um that I Her I surname remember. rhymes with the surname of the last artist we played. Um I've forgotten. That's a damn shame. It was Laura Dern. Oh you're cross. You're cross. I'm a bit cross. Uh shall I ask another one of Tilly? Yeah. 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 This is about mime. Mm. In Earlier times, <laughs> the traditional mime of of England yes. um, and the traditional mime players of England were called what? Ooh. Were they called mummers? Yes. yes. Get in! <laughs> <laughs> Lynn. Were you not uh, president of uh, mummers? No, no, I was not president, but I was on a committee. Did, um, did they not speak the mummers? No, um, I, yeah, no, I think historically they didn't. They, they did sort of dancing and... Okay. Like that. They make appearances in Thomas Hardy novels. Oh, right. I think Return of the Natives is a big old set mm -hmm. of novels. I'll tell you someone who doesn't make an appearance in Return of the Natives. That's Molly Jones, his child to all woman. The sun come up on a cloudy day And I knew I moved in a different way Oh, child to woman, child to
Child to a Woman by Molly Jones, who can be found at myspace.com slash numerodigit1, Molly Jones. <laughs> Minus numerodigit. In, in the mathematical style. So, thanks Molly. Tim, your segues into, <laughs> from our weird ramblings into the next tune are getting more and more extreme. I've got to work on it no, by the end of the series. No, they're brilliant. Because we only they're... spend a couple of weeks scripting this, so <laughs> I don't know how you put it out. If, we, if we're going to get our show on BBC Six Music, which will live forever, then uh, so. we've got a lot of work to do. A little more work than we already do. Um, Molly Jones has so a gig yeah. on the 4th of March. It's in Hebden Bridge in Yorkshire, so I think it's unlikely that we're going to get there, but... Um, she also has upcoming things, I think, on BBC Radio Merseyside. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. I hope that that is this. I can't remember how, how I stumbled across her Oh, no, hang on. Music, that, but, that, um, that was from last year. Well, so, she, she I'm should sure be she'll be on it again, again. soon, because she's really great. I like, there's a lot of really great stuff. So, I, I just talked about Back to the Future sequels. You don't think it would work. How about another Police Academy film? Um, how many of the last... One's worked. Uh, I've seen I've seen only one to five. I haven't seen six or seven, um, but I, they all worked for me. I remember loving Police Academy, and even when I was what seven or eight, I don't know what it would have been yeah. when Mission to Moscow came out and it was on at the Hammersmith Odeon. Even then, I at that early age, I looked at him and yeah, yeah. probably not. Yeah, <laughs> same. Probably not. Same. I could I can remember other people going and and sort of feeling like I should be jealous. But actually thinking, oh, oh, so, oh, it's not going to be that good. Not be that good, yeah. Uh, are, there, are there any franchises that have got up to seven and, and still been good? Maybe Heimat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or Decalogue. That's probably a better one. 
Seven films. I don't know what what are there. Uh, I don't know. Nightmare on Elm Street. There are probably hundreds of those. There's a new one coming out. Halloween. New Nightmare coming out. Star yeah. Trek. Star Star Trek. Yeah. Well, that's well, there's, there's a theory the about every, about the odd numbered Star Treks being bollocks and the other ones being really good, which is true. Wrath of Khan two, brilliant. Yeah. Search as Spock, not as good. Voyage Home four, pretty good. <laughs> Final Frontier, really bad. That's five. Oh, yeah. Undiscovered Country six, really good. You really have a conversation with yourself here. This is, this is just you. Star Trek Seven Generations. Generations. Opinion is divided. Oh, I wish I could segue from that into the next song called Divide by Hugo Left Hand, but I can't. I'm going to come back to that. Yeah. A mastermind question from me to you, Matilda. This is a question on mime. I wonder. In 1995, singer, dancer, and choreographer Michael Jackson and whom conceived a concert for HBO, which was later cancelled because Jackson had collapsed due to a panic attack. Um, Any ideas? Absolutely none. Yeah, think of one mime. Marceau, Marceau. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yes, Jackson and Marceau. The, that the, is fantastic. The gold King Solomon never found. One for you? Or maybe one from you. Ask one of someone. One from, I haven't been asked one yet. I'll, oh, um... I'm going to ask you one. Oh, Matilda's going to ask you one. I'll ask you one. <laughs> and this is on the subject of um, Takeshi Kitano films, mm -hmm. which um, I don't know anything about Neither and haven't ever seen. So okay. it's kind of a, a tangential question, really. Go for it. Can you name me one anagram of Takeshi Kitano, <laughs> <laughs> which is on... This extraordinary list that I have here in front of me. Oh my god! I'm, I'll, so, I'll I'm tell you really what. Bad at I, I, I'll give you till the end of the next song. Yeah. Which is get divide. Me, get, yeah. Right, you go left good, hand. <laughs> a really good Takeshi Kitano. Here we anagram. go. Your medicine to. Give me what I need So don't you leave me I've gone too far this time I've tried and over Cut me loose from all my 
Hugo Left Hand with uh, Divide. Um, I, I discovered him through, he's a friend of a friend. I mm. uh, went and had a drink with him and he's a really nice guy. I've yet to reply to his email, so I'll do that uh, in the in the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find him on myspace.com forward slash Hugo Left Hand or his new uh, project is www.thesecretinvention.co.uk. And I have to ask Hugo Left Hand in the left-handed style, are you left-handed? We were trying to tell from the sound. In the Southpaw style. That's better. Oh, yeah, that's good. Mm. Wow. Okay, so I want answers, please. I want answers to my question. Read the best anagram you can think of. I am awful at anagrams and Mm -hmm. countdown secret Mm. things. I'm not looking at yours, Tim. I'm sure this is great. Um, So on my pad, I wrote down Takeshi Kitano. And what I've come up with is a little kind of story anagram. (laughs) Um, So there's a guy who has a nice shop. For outdoor things, uh-huh. um, oh, one and he's called uh, he's called Tino, uh, and so <laughs> it's it's a guy who goes in there and he's not very good with words sentences, and he just says Tino kite cash, <laughs> uh, and that's and so he's bought that's a kite. Transaction. Yeah. Oh, that's I, quite nice. I came up with kite, aka no shit. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so, so we, much better. So we've that's both good. got we've both got kite. That's I've so got some better. good ones here. Yeah, things like. A shake oink tit. Yeah. That's quite a nice one. Yeah. Um, a hake kits into. Teet khaki ion. Yeah. Ah, he's brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Go on. Well, I was thinking I could either take another question because I've only had one. Mm-hmm. Or... Pat oat kinkiest. <laughs> you keep going on. You that can, okay. I'll right. give you a question, and it's about kite, aka no shit, aka <laughs> Takeshi Kitano. <laughs> yes. Okay. His daughter Shoko appears in which of his films? Ooh. 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 Oh, hang about. Okay. This is to do with kites. I can't tell you. Um, but I haven't seen it. I think... <laughs> oh, what's the film? I think she's flying a kite at the end of the film. Which is called... Yeah. Uh, Hannah B? Hannah B it is. Very wow. good, monsieur. Wow. That was one well, of the few things I could dredge up. Wow. I was going to ask you a question about Takeshi's Castle. Oh, God. <laughs> it's his a TV yeah. show format that's that's been sold to almost every country in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember who did the voiceovers, the satirical voiceovers for the UK in the version? UK, oh, it's that dude who was a bit weird. Frank, no. No. Um, We've talked about him on another podcast from Red oh, Dwarf. Oh, um, Craig. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really? Charles? Ray Charles? Charles? Yeah. He did, the, he did the linking narration. Oh, I've never seen it, so... I thought... I thought it was Melinda Messenger who presented it, but actually that was Fort Boyard. So <laughs> I was, it was bang so wrong. Budget, do you remember? I that? was bang wrong. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. And what we've got that Richard Hammond one now, haven't we? What's it called? Uh, wipeout. Total wipeout. Total wipeout. Yeah. This one's quite good. A iota the kinks. Well, you say good, I'm relatively, <laughs> but we've yeah. moved on. Okay. <laughs> moved well, I've just got quite excited. Not excited, just interested in the way that words work. I've got, Carry a, on. I've got a question for you. Oh, would you like one? I'd love one. Okay, it is on pastry. pastry the only, the only subject is on which I haven't asked you a question. What kind of pastry is needed for a strudel? Mm. Oh. Filo. I'm afraid it's It's filo. And also, yeah. um, I discovered, probably on Wikipedia, the same place that you sourced all of your questions yeah. for pastry. Yeah. Filo can be spelled F-I-L-O as we do. Uh-huh. 
expect. And then P H Y double L O. In the Gaelic style. Is that that the Greek style? (laughs) (laughs) Buddy, can I throw a question out for you with a bit of backing music? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, so this is just to set the scene. This is a bit of Frizzell. Okay, Bill Frizzell. I mean, as an intro, this isn't the question. You know what what it is? I don't know. Have have little faith. It's off Have a Little Faith. Is it actually Have a Little Faith? And it's actually Have a Little Faith. Now, it's a bit loud. My question is, in that album, he sort of surveys Americana. Yeah. That's Bob Dylan, some Madonna. Mm Mm-hmm. The majority of the tracks of that album are taken from a 1930s ballet. Yeah. Can you name either the name of the ballet or the uh, composer? Billy the Kid? No. Yeah. Yeah. By Copeland. Perfect. Spot on. Yeah. Good it's a great work. album. That was one of his. It's a great album. Very best. Right. He's moved to Seattle. Really? He loosened up a bit. New York. Yeah. Oh, I think. Yeah. yeah, there we go. So. Oh, thanks very much. Good work. Any more Matrix films, do you think? Or do you think they've done it to death? <laughs> <laughs> You're still trying with this, aren't you? Yeah. What about, um, is there any way you could plumb the Godfather stories? Well, I don't I mean, know. There's there's so there have been so many books sort of written by other people based on Mario Puzo's sketches or, or just ideas. Um, or just rearranging words from other books, maybe. <laughs> I don't know how well they've worked. Um, I'd like to see Apatino back. In a Godfather film, I know it would be not. You said Godfather. Godfather. <laughs> you didn't say Godfather. I accidentally said Godfather. Yeah. Good stuff. I've got I've got no links for We Aeronauts, Bosun's Cry, aside from that that is the next song.
with Bosun's Cry um, and you can find them at MySpace slash We Aeronauts. Yeah. Um, I saw them play a BBC Introducing gig a few weeks ago. They were really great and uh, keep keep eyes on. Brilliant. There, there's an anagram for them as well that I came up with if you're interested. Hit me. We are not USA. Maybe a political Ooh, hidden political message, message yeah. there. Maybe it's just a statement of fact. We are not USA. Yeah. We, we are we aeronauts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. It's great. It's great. I've got another question. Uh, same. Okay. Can I ask Tilly this? On which topic? Pastry. Pastry. I shot myself in the foot. <laughs> no, no. I think this this one. You Anything might to be do with confectioners' custard? <laughs> <laughs> well, surely most things are. But uh, okay, pastry, uh, British pastry, is often traced back to the the short crust, flaky pastry traditions that originated in the Mediter Mediterranean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so according to Wikipedia, which group popularised pastry by bringing it back to Western Europe on their travels through the Mediterranean? Ooh. Ooh. I don't want a hint. You might get it if you just, you know, Medi big groups, tra sorry, travelling through that region en route somewhere, coming back. Quite a belligerent. I thought we weren't getting clues. Well, I am. Do you know the answer? I don't know. I want to say like the Crusaders. Yes! Get in! The Crusaders <laughs> invented the pie. Is it not National Pie Day sometime in March? Let's have a look. I think it is, you know. National Pie um, Pie Day is on mm -hmm. March the 14th, but it's um, it's Pie Day and Pie Approximation Day. What Two holidays held to celebrate the mathematical constant ah, pie. That is... Um, and that it's is on the, the 14th of the 3rd because... 3.14. Okay. If you could find... The exact temperature corresponding to pi on an oven, three point, whatever it is. 314 degrees. Would you cook the ideal pie at that temperature? I'm going to try that. <laughs> I'm going to give that a go. But, but, you're, no, but you're either going to cook it at three degrees, mm -hmm. 31 degrees, mm. 314 degrees. <laughs> there must, there <laughs> must, like be, a, there must be a golden statement of pie that, cre that produces the, 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 golden, the golden pie, pie itself. Temperature equals delicious. Have you have you done a degree in cake, Thagris? You know well I did a degree in philosophy. Right, so, right. Quite, quite. Two similar. years, I think in the third year they cover cake, Thagris. I should have stayed on mm. for that module. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, wait, let me get rid of my... This is a Band of Brothers question. Okay. Can you give me the character name of Simon Pegg's character? 
in Band of Brothers. He, he features in two episodes. Oh, God, that's a tough one. I can, I can link categories and tell you who he played for Alan Partridge. No, well, you can't. I mean, you could. I'm sure you Milky can. Bar I'm Kid. sure you can. And yeah. uh, producer. Yeah, no, I'm sure you. First sergeant. Yeah, it is a first sergeant. You get half a point. Um, remember, I remember his stripes. It's quite a Welsh name. Uh, no clues. Any ideas? William. Yeah. That's a guess. Uh, and the Welsh surname? Not yours. Jones. Ooh, Evans. Evans. So close. First William sergeant William Evans. Evans. Oh right, there you go. Pretty good. Pretty good. Just. Um, what about another Christopher Guest film? Because that's not Ooh, that's not yeah, yeah, yeah. a franchise yeah, as franchise. such. It, it, it. And also because there's been a bit of a yeah, I think waning. I quite like a, I quite like a really a, solid Christopher Guest ensemble yeah, piece. Peaked with that. Best in Show, and then after that, Mighty Wind, which was great but not as good. No, no, a bit light, and then for it? your consideration, which I said was, wasn't that good. That's the one with the the, the show they put on. Um, no, that's oh, no, for government. That's for government. Oh yeah, for no, consideration is the one with the film with um, um, Home for Poor. I haven't yeah. seen it. It's, uh, it's okay. I mean, obviously, it's all the usual all ensemble the ingredients. Doesn't players make in the, it. Make the pie. They didn't right. find the right temperature. Yeah. they really didn't. Yeah, no, definitely. Actually, that would be a film I would long for. Really good Christopher Guest piece. Yeah, I think it's probably time for the next song, don't you? I think so. I can feel the coffee wearing off. Yeah, <laughs> the, the coffee beans are in short supply. I'm ready for lunch. Something with cheese in it. Right. Yeah. We'll reboost while we play. Um, My Shield by Lanterns on the Lake. Here it is. She holds back and won't come she holds back and won't cut for you.
that was Lanterns on the Lake uh, with My Shield and uh, myspace.com forward slash Lanterns on the Lake. Gorgeous band that Tilly's just found this morning. I'm about to go and uh, chase their EP, the Starlight EP, um, which you can get on iTunes or they'll send it to you if you contact them through their MySpace with some lovely handmade packaging. So maybe I'm going to do that instead. Maybe if you, if you happen to be in Newcastle uh, at the end of this month, on the 28th, you can see them. Not sure where, but... The know, Clooney. The Clooney. And they're playing in London... Uh, in July, in July yeah. Yeah. and if, if you happen to be in um, where are we playing on the 17th 17th March, 17th March. Hoxton Pony Hoxton Pony the three of us will be playing songs that you probably haven't heard at gigs before it would be really nice to see you if you can make it to the Pony Hoxton um, that's, <laughs> the a, Hoxton. that's a, that's a great place to cut to I think yeah, yeah. Good. good I've got a question for you Johnny yep on Alan Partridge. God. Don't look at the screen. Okay, no, no, no. It's an easy one. I need you to finish these three quotations. Mm. Okay. Hide the steak. It's Chrissy Hyde. Correct. That was Bill Withers. Thankfully, he's still with us. Who, thank oh. the Lord, is still thank with us. Lord. Okay. And who's this beautiful blonde man with a lovely voice? It's Annie Lennox. <laughs> yes, correct. Correct. Almost. Totally Almost. correct. Pretty missed, good. Yeah. Brilliant. Pretty good. I could, I could that, have a question. That's that's a misspent degree right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Anyone got a question? Yeah, I've got uh, a question for you. Well, um, this is a, a deep Doctor Who one. Go on. Name one, mm -hmm. or all, yeah. of the original creators. Oh, wow. Wow, I wish I could. Ooh. One of them was called Sydney. Good, yes. Um, can you give me a clue to his last name? No. Um, I can remember what the original... He's not female. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not old. Young... Sydney Young. Sydney Newman. Sydney Newman. Yeah, mm. okay. There were three. There were three. Yeah. And I think they'd be BBC, like, head of right. light beeps. <laughs> <laughs> C.E. Weber, Donald Wilson, Sydney Newman. I've only ever heard of Sydney Newman. You've got Sydney. That's, that's pretty, yeah. pretty deep. Oh, that's all right. I've got a question for Johnny. Go on. Go on, then. Um, Re-Band O Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Band of Brothers is a quote from... Good. Uh, Henry the sixth. Incorrect. I thought we were gonna. I thought that was gonna be an easy Henry one. Henry the sixth or fourth? <laughs> Certainly fifth. From his from St. Crispin's Day speech to the troops. Yeah, shut up, because you're you're answering the rest of the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember it was, it was from a speech, but I neither did an English degree nor give a shit um, wow. about Shakespeare because it's awful. It's, um, right. I think we'll just stop there. I can't. Oh. I I just said the word tripartite. You did. And realised that I don't like saying it because it sounds like apartheid. Yeah. And I think it's too soon. No, was too, that was just me reacting badly to getting a question. Let's find out where I'm not <laughs> that's how That's how he reacted to, to his degree results. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> I've got a question for you. Um, <laughs> what planet uh, were the Daleks from? Scarrow. Good question. Yeah. Answer. Any more film franchises that you'd like to be rebooted? <laughs> because I, I, I took the trouble of writing some things down in pencil, ending with and so on, dot, dot, dot. So we thinking that we'd so come on. up with some gold. I'm gonna you you talk amongst Ooh. yourselves. I'm gonna look at the DVD shelf. Okay. I don't. I don't think I know Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> Buddy, no way for Star Wars. No. They've done it they, to they death. They tried it. And George Lucas. Well, maybe once George Lucas is not around anymore. Robocop. Uh yeah yeah yeah. Really? Have you seen Robocop three? Do you no, remember but, that? But rebooted. Real... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reboot Robocop. Yeah. Make him a bit more poseable. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Robocop rebooted in the same way. But although the first one was so, so good, mm. 
Mm. I don't know what I'm doing. Did we once do play it. a gig and come home and try and watch Robocop 2? Fell fast asleep. Immediately. Because it's um, it's a pale imitation of its former self of Robocop 1. Mm. But it's still got Peter Weller in it. Normal. I got a pet peeve this month. Go on. It's not a great one. It was after our little trip up to uh, yeah. the Lake District. Mm -hmm. um, lovely little cottage. Yeah. Really nicely put together. Yeah. In the bathroom. Mm hmm they selected taps that are so stubby <laughs> they barely reach over the edge of the porcelain. So there's just you have to so you can't even fit your hand under the tap. Now, this is something that's long annoyed me. If you've got a choice of taps, you kind of make them functional. Right. And I've got famously relatively small hands. Yeah. And even I was having trouble getting the full hand, you know, wash going. Yeah. I don't know how, you know, you or someone with normal sized hands would cope. And that, that really annoyed me, because it's such a simple error. Uh, uh, my pet peeve was going to be that I, I routinely forget all the pet peeves I've thought yeah, of in a month. Yeah, that's exactly mine. But that's now you say taps, yeah. I've got loads of pet peeves related to taps. <laughs> one, of, one of them is when it's not clear which is hot and which yeah. is cold, because I don't yeah. think they're always on the same side. And I even saw one the other day that had H and C written on both both taps <laughs> because that, that that was the manufacturer's name uh, initials H and, and C. And when I was living in France, then obviously yeah. it was like shorter. The other one would be that yeah. one, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, get yeah. really confused immediately. Uh, and um, and taps that are too far into the sink that you can't fill up a water bottle in them, mm -hmm. or, or uh, there's so many. But it's, uh, you just reminded me of that, and it's a well-worn thing that comedians always talk about, but yeah. it's quite fun to spot cool pubs where on the doors to the loos they have like a buffalo and a lady cow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That, oh, you've, you've opened a can of peeves. Yeah. I met a cat yesterday called Peeves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, with giant claws. It makes me think if I ever get a cat, in maybe a year's time, I may call it Beeves. Beeves. Yes. Beeves the cat. I bought a rose bush this month. Called? Called the Silver Lining Rose. Mm. So it's uh, just sitting outside at the moment and I'm going to plant it possibly this afternoon. How many little branches have we got? It's got three branches. That's pretty good. How many of us are there? Three. three. So I'm, I'm it's hoping. It's going to last 50 years. 50 so. years, just like us. Mm. Mm. I sort of don't want to break the flow, but I do have one more question for Tilly. Go on. West no. Wing. Well, ask it, ask it after... Mexican Mavis by Boy and Bear. Cause they came out of the sunshine The flowers nestled in their hair See they've been stumbling on the back streets Honey I won't give in No I won't give in Cause my love's not a limb He got the money, man, he got the fold lines, but he got the problems banging on his door. My love's not a limit. So won't you keep from the beggars of bones, for the night comes to bring them home. If they manage to keep safe skin, they'll call Just won't leave them to sleep in my love's 
So won't you keep from the beggars above For the night comes to bring them home If they manage to keep safe skin They'll call for her She'll call space.com slash boy and bear music who have recently been supporting Laura Martin and and they're all the way from Sydney, Australia. Yeah, and I'm afraid that for now they've only got gigs in New South Wales and Byron Bay in the Australian style. <laughs> My <laughs> big sister style. has just moved to Australia. Yes. She's in Melbourne, so I might... Have you heard of her since she arrived? I have. She's she's doing well. Yeah. Um, enjoying the heat. Is, is the sun shining? It, well, she, te- she texted me at night, so no. Right. Um, <laughs> But during the day, probably. Yeah. I imagine. Is there scope for another Crocodile Dundee film? I I actually <laughs> caught sight of it, a Croc Dundee, like um, just prowling around New York with a with a Bowie knife. Yeah. Um, on TV the other day, filming with Glee. Right. Was, tell you what, just filming with Glee. There are two squirrels outside having a play fight. <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing it all morning. I haven't noticed, but I haven't seen two squirrels together. I thought I thought they were solitary animals. Think they're courting. Ooh. doing something, look. I know, but it doesn't really work well on a podcast. We'll, yeah. we'll try and take a picture and video put it on silverlinepodcast.boxbox.com. <laughs> um, yeah, talking of faraway countries, how many South African taboos does it take to change a light bulb? Six. Yeah, <laughs> just thought I'd throw that one in. Ask your final question of Tilly. Okay, West Wing. I think you'll get this. Uh, how many episodes... How many episodes have there been? Mm. Um, 154? Six. Six. Pretty good, though. Really? I've got one more question for both of you. Will you care to join me for our final episode next month? When are we recording it? Next month. Um, I'm going to be there, Tim. I'm going to be there. Matilda and I will join you again for April's podcast. I'll try Episode seven. It is the last one in the series. But you'll hear about what we're going to do next. Very exciting things we're going to do next. Very exciting. So, thanks for breath. See you there. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Have a lovely March. Bye. Bye. Bye.